Welcome to the Robert Affalter Show, helping you have a wonderful life. I am Robert Affalter. Today, I want to talk about time. <laughs> I've been, I've been uh, listening to some Blinks, Blink, Blinkist or something like that is the app on my phone. And they're going through something, uh, how to be happier. One of the things they were talking about is time. And they were saying that a lot of people are experiencing a time famine. Oh, that's pretty interesting. In other words, they've used up all their time <laughs> and they're unhappy because they don't have time to do the things that they want to do. Now, there's something else that goes along with that, and that is that they have time, but it's all used up by other things, right? So they'd like to have control. And that's something else that tends to make us happy is when we have control of our life. So one of the things you can do as a leader is to give your employees or whoever you're working with, whoever you're leading, more autonomy and more control over their lives. And one of the things that this book I was listening to the Blinks on, by the way, the Blink Blinkister, I'll look that up and get that back to you. But anyway, whatever it is, um, it gives you a real short, like 15 minute synopsis of a book. And they call each one a blink. So it goes through, you know, some main ideas. But what I want to get across right now is this idea of time. And they were talking about people who interview for a job. Let's say they get two different job offers. And what they found through science is that the people who are happiest have more vacations and holidays and, you know, more time away from work. And yet, if they get two different offers and one offers them more money and the other one offers them less money, but more vacation and more holidays, they go with the one that gives them more money. But ultimately, that's the one that's not going to make them as happy. So one of the things to get out of this is if you're controlling your life, if you're an entrepreneur and you're like this friend of mine who's making lots of money, but he has no time. He starts at 8.30 in the morning in his shop, and he goes home at 11 o'clock and eats breakfast, lunch, and dinner at work. <laughs> and he says he's happy, and he likes making all this money, and he's spending his money on stuff, but he never has time to use any of it. And he comes in, you know, I see him, and he's, he's wore out, and he just wishes he had time to sit and read a book, do something like that. Well, he created all that. And in my opinion, if he wanted to spend some of his money and hire somebody that could relieve some of that pressure, he could. But I think he's, you know, he's wanting the money, wanting the money. In fact, here's, here's an example. He was having a health problem and he wanted to come in and see me. He saw me and then I texted him the next morning to see how he's doing his heart heart problem and i've helped him in the past and anyway i didn't hear back from him and i had planned to go crabbing at the end of my day so i already had my my time was already set and he didn't get back till me till about i think it was 1 30. and he said okay what's your day like i couldn't get back to you because i had a dental appointment and then i had to meet my contractor and uh you know what's your day like now i said i'm going crabbing <laughs> He said, well, yeah, as long as you've got your priorities set. And I said, absolutely. Everybody else gets priorities and I do too. So how about you? <laughs> and I, I texted him later and said, look, I'm not going to care more about your health than you do because it's not good for my health. 
Now, as a doctor, I'm hoping you're beginning to pick up on that. We can't be so involved in people's health that we get sick because they aren't going to take responsibility. And if you're the patient, what are you willing to do? And if we think about this uh, in the, the doctor-patient relationship as, as similar to a good leader of an organization, what we're finding is people are, as employees are happiest if they have some autonomy. So what we really need to do is, is give our patients this autonomy. So rather than the patient say, well, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give you a month. And if I'm not better, I'm, I'm not going to come anymore. But what if we just turn this around and say, listen, Mr. Miss patient, um, how much is your life worth to you? What is it you want to be able to do? How long have you had your problem? How much are you willing to put into this? What's your life worth? What are you willing to spend on it? How much time and energy are you going to put into this? And you tell me that. And then I'll decide whether I want to participate in your recovery or not. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm at that position. I'm at that point in life where, you know, if you want my attention and my expertise, fine. But tell me, what are you going to put into this? You've got to be involved. I'm not going to make you well. I'll, I'll do my best to help you. But your health is up to you. Don't try to come in and dump all 40 years worth of problems on me. I'm not accepting it. It's, it's your life. You tell me what it's worth to you and we'll go from there. So think about that. I don't care whether you're on the patient side or the doctor's side. Think about that. Where's this cooperation going to be? And recognize that you can't just go in and dump all your problems on your doctor. You got to take some responsibility and heal yourself. All right. Robert Affalter, hoping you're having a wonderful life. And thanks for listening or watching.